welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 11, Episode 5, titled Monster Ball. My name is Joe Batanz, and this is the first response. This week, uh... What happens this week, actually? Oh, the girls turn themselves into living dolls and walk the runway three different times with three different looks in the Monster Ball. In the end, Brooklyn Heights brings the win home, and uh, Ariel Versace goes away. Um, let's talk about the two things I liked and the one thing I didn't. All right. Uh, first of all, uh, the first thing I liked is I actually liked the idea of the challenge. I was very, very excited for this challenge because I was like, oh my god, it's Halloween. And like, for some reason, there's just something about scary and drag that I just love. I think it's why I've always liked Sharon Needles. I think it's why she's so popular. And so uh, the idea of like a monster ball, why why Sharon Needles wasn't brought on instead of Trixie Mattel, I don't know. But the idea of a, a monster ball and Elvira's a guest judge and there's three different Halloween-themed looks, I was very, very excited. Now... Did it, did it, was it executed the way I had hoped? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I think I wish I would have seen the envelope pushed a little bit more. But overall, look, in terms of the other looks they've had this season, I was, it was still better than a lot of the, I, I liked it for the most part. I wish they could have done more. I wish we had a group of queens that could push the envelope a bit more and didn't necessarily play it so safe. But uh, on the whole, I think I pretty much liked the idea of the challenge. Uh, the second thing I liked is we're starting to finally see the challenge uh, take shape. We're starting to the competition, so to speak, take shape. So we're trying to see who the clear front runners are, front runners are uh, like uh, Brooke and Evie clearly are the front runners. We're starting to see who the weaker queens are. We're losing them one by one. The filler queens are going home. And I think we're getting a good idea of uh, how the competition is shaping up and who's going to be in the lead and who's not. So uh, those are the two things I like. Now, the one thing I didn't like, uh, there were a couple of things I didn't like, actually. I'm going to talk about a few of them. None of them, it, I will be honest with you, I, you know, one of the things I go for on this first response is I try and find some bigger theme to the episode. Uh, you know, in past episodes, there was a bigger theme about, you know, Mercedes being on the no-fly list or about, you know, Silky being super extra. There was always, like, a big sort of storyline. And I think this episode, because of the 33 looks they had to pull off, I don't think there were... Uh, I don't think you... you know, it wasn't really an overarching storyline, but there were a couple of things I wanted to touch on. First of all, uh, you know, for those of you who aren't so tuned in to the RuPaul's Drag Race world, on Monday or Tuesday around then of the week of each new episode, uh, VH1 will release a first look of the episode. And what it usually is, is the first act of the show. So the until we go to the first commercial break, you get all that. Usually Monday or Tuesday, you can see it on Facebook, Okay. Or if you go on the Reddit, on the subreddits, they all will have, like, the first look, and you can check it out there. And so we saw the first act on Monday or Tuesday, and there was a lot of reaction online, because if you remember, there was a moment where Brooke and Vanjie gave each other a couple of pecks on the mouth, and then to sort of, like, 
be funny, Silky and Nina did the same thing. They did it a couple of times. And when it was, you know, the workroom exploded in laughter and all this nonsense. But there were a lot of people online who thought it was just either funny because it was gross or they thought it was gross. And I thought it was gross that people thought that two fat people or two unattractive people. I'm not saying that Nina and Silky are unattractive. But what I'm saying is they're not classically attractive the way, let's say, Vanessa Vanjie Mateo or Brooklyn Heights might be considered attractive. And that people thought that unless you're beautiful, you shouldn't be kissing on camera. There was a sort of like grossness about Ugh, watching them kiss was gross. And I think that is gross. And I do think, and this is a bigger topic. Here's the problem. And this is what I struggle with. I didn't see anybody of importance really react that way. And I feel if we play into what a lot of internet trolls or what they think of, uh, uh, what they think, you, you're actually making it more important than it is. Maybe most people didn't react that way. But I was very disappointed to even see a little bit of the reaction. And I shouldn't judge gay people, even though I'm one of these gay people. I'm a gay person as well, but I shouldn't judge all gay people by the few random rando people on the internet. And but I will say I was disheartened because, and so I'm I, again, I've given my thoughts on this already. But I hope we're not in a culture, and this is one of the things I've always said: is that is that no one is meaner to gay people than other gay people. And maybe this isn't the case here, and I shouldn't let the opinion of a few people on Reddit. Uh, make me think that about gay people, but it, 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 we do see it all over the place. You know, the the no fats, no femmes, no Asians on uh, on the apps. But uh, it it does bother me that like people were reacting. Some people were reacting very strongly to watching Nina and Silky show some affection, and as if people who aren't beautiful don't deserve to either receive affection or show affection, especially on TV. I thought that was kind of gross of them. So, ha, huh, that's what I think there. Uh, the next thing I wanted to bring up was, um, again, this is not that big of a topic, but I think everyone's been feeling this. What the fuck is going on with all these goddamn, uh, the ju- the guest judges coming? It's so stupid on us, untucked. Every week, there's a new guest judge who comes back and has to, like, entertain the queens right and i actually can't tell who i'm more i feel more sorry for that the drag queens have to like put on a little show for the guest judge or that the guest judge has to put on a little show for them or that they're both little puppets putting on shows for the camera i think it's dumb i look they had an organic moment when lady gaga went backstage but if ever you know what's so funny is no one remembers this is the first person to do this was lady gaga but when she went back there she went back there with notes and she actually had constructive criticism that she wanted to share with the queens and she wanted to be a teachable moment and reach out to them and give them more guidance than what she could from the judges panel you know she had a purpose for being there and, you know, I think that was a great moment. And then they did it again with Christina Aguilera, but she just, you know, okay, so it was, Christina's an icon, okay, whatever, right? But now it seems like this season, not seems, it is, 
every single episode of Untucked, the guest judge walks backstage. And it's really annoying, and it's really pointless, and every week, Plastique Tiara, who doesn't know about pop culture, is completely floored that Troy Savon or uh, Elvira, or, you know, I don't know who was last week, uh, you know, could, uh, wasn't, oh no, because, you know, Tiffany Near Pollard walked by there. You know, she's so shocked every time people go back there. Meanwhile, bitch, every week someone's going back there. But anyway, it, this stunt is dumb. They gotta stop it. Like, if it, it, I don't like it. It's it. I, I I wish I was more eloquent about it. But like the using the guest judges as these props. Uh, you know what's so funny is you can tell they also record the podcast with the guest judges too. So these guest judges show up and not only do they have to be on camera and judge this competition, which takes a long time, but then they have to do a whole podcast with Rue and Michelle and then they have to go back and entertain the drag queens. Oh my God, they, these guest judges go through it. When they do it, when they agree to be a guest judge, they don't realize they're going to be working on three different shows in that one day. It must be an exhausting day for these guest judges, but it's not entertaining it they rare like but and i don't blame the guest judges gaga wanted to do it cuz she wanted to do it and she did it and she did a great job christina aguilera okay but now you can tell the producers are pushing them to go out there, go out there and, and and hang out with the drag queens go out there and do that and then they're just like oh what am i doing here and i don't know it's so weird now i'm going to talk to them and I don't know. I think it's really silly. I don't like this guest judge thing. I'm sorry that for the first response today, uh, there there wasn't a big overarching theme. I'm sure we'll get back to it next week. In terms of Ariel Versace leaving, look, I love seeing that cute boy in the confessionals, but God, as a drag queen, she was just too much. I kind of hate to say I'm kind of happy to see her go. I hated that dumb voice. Um, Her looks were really basic. It was really the same look every single week. Uh, so I don't think we really, it's so funny. I think I, I, I wouldn't have placed her in filler queen category until now that she left. And I realized she was a filler queen. And I think I was just in, I love how I just gave a speech about how gay people are shallow. And now I'm saying, look, and that's the thing I'm going to tell you. I concede that I'm shallow. So maybe let's just end it on this, you know, for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for the kind of thing. I'm talking about the man in the mirror. I, I know it's not good to quote Michael Jackson right now, but I'm doing it anyway. Uh, is that maybe, and I'm projecting, maybe the person I really hate is myself. You know, Maybe I was grossed out by, actually I wasn't grossed out by Nina and Silky kissing, but, but I got mad at other gays for being shallow when maybe I should t- be turning that mirror on myself. We're going to leave it at that for the week. Now, guys, let me tell you, we're doing it again this week. Over on Patreon, we have a show called The Rumor Mill, okay? Uh, On The Rumor Mill, uh, the first half is actually dedicated to, like, the different dramas and controversies going on in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. The second part of the show is dedicated to the rumors, tea, and speculation uh, about what's going to happen on the next episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, we're not we're not going to give you any spoilers here. What I what what you're going to hear right now is the the top of the rumor mill where it's just myself, Jamila, Jorge, and Evan just having some simple, mindless banter, and then we actually talk about uh, a topic. 
that is a big controversy in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. I think this week it's about what you're going to hear is about. Uh, we talked about several things, but I think what you're going to hear is about. The question was posed: Why does Evie get a pass for being a shit stirrer, but the vixen was hated? I think that was the question. I don't remember which one I chose, but you're going to get one of those two. And like I said before, you're going to hear that right now as soon as we finish it. Look, you have a choice. Maybe you're like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Okay, stop the podcast. Bye. See you later. But if you want to get a taste of what's over on Patreon, keep listening. It's about 10, 11, 12 minutes. I don't know what it is. But uh, of of the rumor mill. And we're going to keep doing this. Every week we'll bring you a different sh- a flavor of a different show that we're doing on Patreon. And if you want to join and get all these shows, go to patreon.com slash drag race recap. And uh, join at the $3 level. I'm telling you, like every day you get a brand new show. Uh, there are live shows that you can come visit and listen to. There's a private subreddit for people on Patreon. You get uh, some shows early. You get uh, un- uh, commercial-free, longer shows of the full recap. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So once again, patreon.com slash drag race recap. Go ahead and check that out. But for right now, have a free sneak peek at the rumor mill, just a little taste of what goes on. And by the way, the rumor mill is much longer than what you're getting. The rumor mill is about four or five times longer than what you're getting. But here's a sneak peek, the rumor mill. I'll see you guys next week for the first response. Hopefully there's a bigger theme. See you then. Oh, guys, new theme song? Yeah, I, I can't use licensed music on the show. This is the rumor mill. Oh, I guess I was expecting more of a kick, but there really wasn't one. Welcome to the room, everybody. We're getting used to a new theme song. Uh, from our nation's capital, we have the boys with the toys. It's my cyber boyfriend, Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan. Hello, ugly. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Shade thrown at me. And then uh, everybody say, hey, whore, to whore, hey. Hey, whore, hey. Hello, hello. How are we today? Uh, we're doing just fine. You guys are together over there at Nation's Capital. And over from uh, the New York City, we have Jamila Zara. Hello, Jamila. How are you? I'm good. I'm curious about these toys. that. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. In fact, co-host for the main recap show, Taylor Lati, brought, brought it up the other day. And I don't know if Evan wants George to know this. There was one day where Evan claims he was joking. I don't know. We were on the air, and Evan offered to use his anal toys uh, on cam for us, and we had to stop I didn't it. Say on camera. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll, he's, he's like, you gotta hear Taylor's impression, but he was like, oh, you want me to put it in right now? I'll put it in. I'll because you know, uh, Jamil, Jamil, you may not know this. I don't, Evan, are you still in training? Um, oh. No, I mean she's out of she's she's taking a backseat for a while. She's she's I, in I, the backseat. I know I've been I've I've re I've reassumed my um my place um on I'm at the top of my game right now, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um well look, let me tell you this. Um is everyone should know for a while Evan was uh, Jamila, he was training his rear with butt plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And how 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 big did you get, Evan? How far did you, how how wide of a gauge did we get? I got to the four of four. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What, and what I was think your training regimen like like do you do it daily? Is it like it was only when I it was more so just like whenever I like felt like I was ready for it. 
Because prelude, like I'm like a I'm a top, and like but like, I feel pre-lube? like it's not. I said prelude, yeah, prelude, yeah, prelude. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just just a pig in a wig. Mm-hmm. Um, You're no, the but, pig. <laughs> but no, I feel like as a top, though, I feel like it's fair that like it should at least the option should always be there if it wants to be reversed, and I think mm-hmm. it's only fair. And I for a while had never done it before, and so I have been very open about my attempts at uh, at training myself to be better at it. And so I it took me a long time to get there. But it's uh, they're not really fun. And George actually pointed out to me, it's like the problem with the butt plug is like, it's not the whole thing. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah, he put he put me in it's, track. Yeah, it's it stretches you out for like point two seconds, and then it goes back to that little. Yeah, it just hurts coming out for a second. And I literally like I'm in the shower like crying. Like I'm like I'm like Alexa, play play like death metal, so no one can hear me screaming and crying. And, and so I'm like, I'm never doing this again. You didn't wear them to work. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I and thought I, that you did. Not yet. Is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> oh, I would do that. But for, that's I don't why, know, that'll, that'll be my OnlyFans. I'll just go to work. And <laughs> I have a question for Jamila first. Before I get to the question, though, I, I've known straight guys who've told me that you know they're interested in in ass play and they would you know they they, they want to, but they're straight, right? And what's funny is they've to- they've they've toyed, forgive the pun, with the idea of using dildos, but they won't use a dildo that looks like a penis. It has to be that like cylindrical, non-sexual looking shape because they feel if they do that, that's fine. But if they put one that looks like a penis, that's gay. And I was like, mm. what are your thoughts on that, boys and girl? Um, I think it's hilarious that like <laughs> guys like. have a G spot in their rectum. That's just like God's little joke. Oh, mm-hmm. he's giggling up there. <laughs> and so many straight men will just they just they they'll never know. Like they will just never know. And it's it's hilarious to me. I think more know than we think. But now Jamila, are there like vag like uh like like in other words, does a girl need to stretch? Like, does she have to train her vagina before she has sex? Like the way a guy should train? No, no, not at all. Because like, um, the walls stretch so much. Like you have to think. Like you know, like it's made to get a baby out. Mm-hmm. So they expand pretty, you know, and then like shrink back. So it's like it's not as. Trust me, I I have experience in both fields, mm-hmm. and um. My front is way more versatile and malleable than my well, than the a, rear. But that thing is, why would a girl like see? Because men have a prostate, so it feels amazing. Mm-hmm. But for a girl, right. you don't have the prostate. Well, it just feels like something up your butt. It sounds gross. No, it's great. Oh, okay, you like so, it? I just I don't want people to 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 get the wrong idea about me. Yeah. But don't, don't worry, I just I just ripped this one wide open. So quite literally, <laughs> so you're, this is a safe space, girl. Um, have you ever just taken a crap that was so <laughs> big and it was like a struggle poo? Mm-hmm. But when you, <laughs> but when you finished, you felt really good after. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 That's about. I feel that about. Uh, 8.30 a.m., 1.30 p.m., and about 9 o'clock at night every day. Oh, you go three times? What the fuck are you eating? I poop all the time. A girl, I know. I've actually asked them that question before. I poop all the time. I've given them that feedback. I just go once a day. What? Yeah, in the if, morning. If. Oh, I poop. I poop almost. I poop all the time. That's good. That's I Yeah, I, I'm regular. I feel, yeah, it makes me good. skinny. I, I don't do I, it at all. I think it confirms that you're full of shit. 
Well, clearly not. This is the one only goes once a day. You're more full than I am. <laughs> so next, speaking of Evan's people, why does Evie get to be angry on Drag Race? And the vixen wasn't allowed to. She always got backlash. So Reddit user... <laughs> <laughs> Reddit user Kentucky Fried Cooch brings up a great question <laughs> saying, I had to add their name in there. <laughs> KFC says, KFC, uh, I love it. She says, So why is it that when Evie is unnecessarily argumentative and is a bit of a shit starter, she's bringing real tea? But when a certain season 10 queen did it, especially when it came to Cracker and Aquaria, she only did it for the camera, and she's a terrible person. That's all in quotes. Mm-hmm. Jamila. <laughs> oh, wait, why Jamila you. first? How weird. <laughs> your tone is very pointed at right now. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on this? I feel like you can offer a perspective that we can't. Um, I don't know, honestly, because it's a good point. But then also, I think that... Uh, the the contrast between Evie and um and the Vixen so far is that Evie has a lot going on. Like she's been on the top a lot. People are really singing her praises, and um, she has a bit of a backstory. And I feel like we're getting to know Evie better, whereas the Vixen didn't have a lot going on. She was always in the bottom. Um, and that's all you saw was her picking fights with mm-hmm. people. So what it seemed like was she was picking fights with people to get attention and to get camera time. Whereas like, but th- I mean, they're both doing the same thing. Absolutely. They're both just calling out when people are bullshitting or when people are talking about people outside of the room, they're like, oh no, 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 no. Rewind that back. Say it now that they're here. So, I mean, they're both doing the same thing. Um, but I just think that Evie has a lot more going on than Vixen had at this point mm-hmm. in the show and people just like her more. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. Um, I mean, my opinion is that on top of that and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like Evie is kind of handling the drama a little more nicely while they're both having the same point. Evie's is just a little more light. And I've also noticed that like she will admit when she's wrong and genuinely apologize for it and say like, what episode, I think it was like episode two that she goes, she legitimately apologized to Raja. And she goes like, girl, I'm still learning. I'm legitimately apologizing to you. Um, and I didn't see that very much with the Vixen. Um, so I don't know, Joe, Evan, your thoughts on this? Uh, also, I think what you know, I think you're right, uh, Jorge, and I agree with everything Jamila says. Become afraid of her, but also uh, <laughs> no, but also the one thing to this difference is Vixen went from like zero to a thousand in a second, where I think yeah. Evie goes like zero to ten. You know, and- it, it, it's not so like. Rah! As the Vixen tended to be. I'm not saying you, can, the you can get a word out when Evie is arguing yes, with you. Exactly. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, which is very possible, but I do think that unless I'm, I've missed some bit of drama here, the Vixen was tackling some like top level, high level shit, like in terms of 
this it was arguments of issues of race and it was kind of like this whole thing where she was trying to break break that fourth wall of that like she was trying to address the issues of the fandom and drag race racism as a whole whereas evie is kind of coming at people for just kind of being fake on the show and being problematic right. like with the cast but i think maybe people are having an easier time processing this for evie because her issues are more so like you're just being crazy Sophie. calm the fuck down Whereas the Vixen was so aggressive. She was 190 miles an hour from the start. Um, and she was attack- tackling these massive issues that maybe in the way she approached it wasn't really um, understandable to most people. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. No, I, I, I agree. I agree, but it's like, it's it's on top of handling these complex um, topics that you know the fandom isn't used to addressing also like joe say it's a i feel like it's a little bit of what each of us had to say she was also you know the kind of person who likes the 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 louder i get the more right i am (laughs) and i've argued (laughs) with those kinds of people and they're it's it's really hard to 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 even confront them so yeah i think it's it's a little bit of everything yeah, but I I also will say that to the Vixen's credit, like you kind of have to be loud about this because like it wasn't really talked about as much oh, until completely. the Vixen made it a point to talk about it. And mm-hmm. it's because that she was loud about it that it's now a conversation that happens almost every episode now in Drag Race, especially back, backstage. Right. So I think that's great. And yes, where Evie is kind of just talking about like broader things, like you're just an asshole, not some bigger issue. Yeah. All right, Joe, that is the last drop of tea I have for today. 